everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk podcast. And on this show, we are talking all about thongs. It's another thong show. And if we could run the thong song under from uh, Cisco, uh-huh. we'd run it under it, but that's got copyright violation. So we're we're not doing it. So just picture that in your head. You know, it's the thong show. So on this lovely episode, we have our OG thonger, Mr. Andy. Hello. Welcome, welcome. And then we have our other OG thonger, Mr. Eric. Heyo. Those two are back, and we're joined by someone who's been on the thong show before, but not in a while. Mr. Al, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thank you for the invite. He's back. You may remember your first couple shows he was on, and now he's back. So he's back with a vengeance. I'm just curious. Do you think thongs are a fad or are we past that stage now where you think thongs are here to stay and it's always going to be a big percentage of the guys who love underwear's underwear drawer? Uh, Mr. Andy, what do you think? I definitely think thongs are having their moment right now, which I love. And I think they're here to stay, but I think like we're, I think in the next five years that we're going to peak and then I think like something will happen, right? Thongs had their moment in the eighties as well, along with short shorts, other skimpy underwear, long socks, all that's back again. I do think that we are getting more people. And I think that there are different mediums in play today, like social media that allows people to reach other people more than maybe in the eighties, right? In the eighties, mm-hmm. it was dictated by very few forms of medium that you had there. And people like us on this call really didn't have an outlet back in those days to help spread the word or the love quite as widely as we can today so because of that i do think that thongs will continue to have their place in the world and i think that they will continue to be popular with underwear lovers but i don't unfortunately foresee them growing beyond the underwear lover group very much i don't think mr straight guy buying his underwear his 12 pack at walmart is going to switch to a thong i don't think that's going to happen but that's okay we don't need everyone i do think that people there's a lot of people who are finding them discovering them i was just talking to people earlier today who are like i'm so glad that i've tried them so i think the people who try them and find that they love them either for comfort for fun for both once you fall in love with them it's Hard to fall out of love. Very well said, Mister. Yeah. I'll stop my ramble for now. I can oh, go. You can ramble all you want to, but yeah, it's very hard to get Mister Straighty Straight to get anything other than something at Walmart. And God knows we've tried. So anything outside of that, I would even settle for long boxer briefs, compression shorts, anything outside of that. But you know, that's that's the way they're. The cookie crumbles, as they say. And what about you, Mr. Eric? How do you feel about the future of thongs? I mean, just from my kind of wrapping up 2022, 
I've seen a lot more people branch out and try thongs and post pictures of them and just like stories here and there of like how either they were curious, kind of like what Andy was saying, like how they were curious and they finally had the confidence to try one on. And then you have those other ones that are like, oh my God, I'm absolutely hooked. I'm throwing out all my other underwear and replacing it with thongs. I, I do think that they're definitely here to stay with more groups and others like yes like mr you know i buy my uh 12 pack of boxers from walmart one time a year probably not going to do it but i think just like everyone else who's beginning to realize that like hey you know there are other brands out there that you know i'm now seeing on social media and i'm a little interested in you know trying those out because obviously i think and then even with with like a younger crowd, I think they're just thinking or that kind of mentality of like, you know, men have to wear either boxer briefs or boxers and uh, or if they are going to wear briefs, it has to be like those old school tidy whities type thing. Like, no, like you can definitely try something a little sexier and, you know, do what's going to work best for you. So I definitely think that next year we're still going to continue to see that growth. Good. Yes, Mr. I buy once a year. Oh, <laughs> oh that just like, gave me horror nightmares. <laughs> that, oh. I, go, I go to Costco and buy that family pack and it lasts me two years. <laughs> oh, that's by your Kirkland's best. Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's just like, oh, no, 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 no. That's a nightmare. Thanks for putting that in my head. Um, what about you, Mr. Al? What do you think the future of thongs are going to be coming up? Okay, so in all honesty, I think thongs are here to stay. And yeah, I think I sort of agree with what Andy said in regards to that they might come and back and forth because it has happened. You know, they were great in the 90s and then they went MIA and then they're back here like 30 years later or 20, I don't know. But here's the thing. They are becoming more and more mainstream. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, Walmart is carrying, you know, the pack of thongs now. And it's like, what? They're selling them? Yeah, they have sold them in the past, but then they stopped. And now you go to your local Walmart, you know, I mean, it depends on the city, obviously, or the country as well. And uh, you will see, you know, the Joe Boxer ones that are thongs, you know, or the Ham Tan type of thongs, you know, like those kind of brands that are Mm -hmm. very like Fruit of the Loom sort of brands. But they're there, you know, and and I do believe that, yes, although they the potential buyer, you know, the, the one guy that doesn't matter regardless of straight, gay, bi, pan, whatever, you know, buys them. They, they might not be like specialized in thongs as we are. And I, I say that with full, you know, empowerment, because I do believe that we know our thongs, we know our fabrics, we know the cuts and styles. And, you know, I, I do believe that none of us go to a specific brand other than what fits our bodies and what fits what makes us feel good. But these type of other people that are looking for them and are experiencing them, they might start as a fetish for some reason, but then they end up realizing that these are actually really good pieces of cloth that I can wear and be comfortable with. 
So I do believe that they're here to stay. And I do believe that they're not going anywhere anytime soon, for that matter. And I, I, it's funny, you know, because it, it, I recently went to this local store here and I got some thongs that I could have easily bought online, but I decided to go to the store. And it was funny that the guy that sold them to me, you know, the owner of the store, he's like, he sells a lot of other merchandise, you know, other types of underwear and T-shirts. And, you know, he did say, well, you know what? This is really funny because most of most of my customers that buy thongs are straight men or mm -hmm. the wives. Their wives are the ones that go buy the thongs for them because, yes, they still feel a little bit coy about mm, people looking at me buying a thong, you know, because they... Still, there's all there's still a stigma about you know fogs being only for gay people or with the horrible word you know the fags wear them whatever, but they they do wear them and there is an opening. I do have to say this: there has been like a like a more, much more open mind when it comes to women enjoying the male physique in a thong, you know, because a long time mm -hmm. ago, women would say, oh, I love men in, in those, uh, you know, boxers or boxer briefs or, or bikinis, you know. But nowadays, you see couples, and I mean straight couples, you know, a man and a woman, both of them in, thong, in thongs, and they're like enjoying that part of, you know, just wearing the 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 piece and, and, and enjoying their, their own sexuality amongst themselves. You know? So that's pretty cool. Of course, it's just it's still going to be there for, uh, you know, the LGBTQI community because, you know, a lot of gay men specifically are bisexual men. We wear thongs and it's there's still a stigma that it's still going to be associated to that. But I do believe that it's going beyond, you know, just being a fad or just being something that is marketed to a specific niche like gay men. I think it's going beyond that nowadays. And It's going to take a little bit more time. I'm not saying it's not going to, ha it's going to happen like next year per se, but it's still a process. And the fact that we are here together right now, just talking about this and putting this out there, it's giving the opportunity to people to listen to this and say, hey, you know what? I'm just a dude, regardless of my sexuality. And I just want to try something. And if I like it, I'll keep buying it. Yes, again, you probably won't end with 400 thongs like we have so far in our closets or drawers. But you will eventually have, you know, your 10 set of thongs or 20 or something of the sort that you will use every other day and just mix and match and play, you know, with it. So it's pretty cool. And the fact that other brands are, you know, doing them, I think it's great, you know. Yeah, I agree with all of you. I agree with Andy that it's having a moment that we haven't seen before, but it's not going anywhere. They're going to be a sizable part of the underwear community's market that thongs are going to be pretty much available anytime you want them going forward. Unlike before, like you said, Andy, in the, in the 90s and early 2000s, when you could barely find one, you had to go to like end to end or somewhere to find thongs. And now you can go anywhere and find a thong just about. If a brand doesn't have a thong, they're in the minority now. It's like, you don't make thongs? What? What's wrong with you? And... The advent of the straight boys wearing them, which we have quite a few out there listening who do wear them and love them and have skipped all other forms of underwear to go straight to a thong, which still surprises me to this day, that it's going to be around for quite a while. It may not be the, like you said, Andy, the 
the pair of the day, but it will be something guys will have in their drawers. And, and I think we'll have a small bit of the community that is super thong friendly, who that's all they wear and love and show off, which some of us don't mind that at all. Cause I think, uh, we all have favorite people who wear thongs out there, and some of them are on this podcast looking at Andy, looking at Eric, and looking at Al. The people love looking at your pictures. So I think they're because, like, 2009, we had the jock. It was like the year of the jock. Everyone came out with the jock. You name it, it was the jock. And then now we have the thong. Who knows what it'll be next? As long as it's not boxers, we'll be good. If it's boxers, oh. We'll have to burn some boxers. Just saying. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. that's what scares me. Like, after the last thong moment, then we went, like, completely opposite. We went with the boxers, baggy cargo shorts. Like, we took all the beautiful skimpy underwear, short shorts, long socks, and we completely destroyed it and went in the opposite direction. So... I think if someone wants to head that way now, like, let's try and mix the two together. Like, do some baggy shorts with a thong, you know? Or just send them to the land of misfit underwear. You know, (laughs) just say, you go over there. You are not part of us. Um, So, no, we do not want your loose, ill-fitting boxers who make us our junk just feel like we're wearing nothing. And let us have our pouches and our amazing fabrics and stay over here. You know what? Sorry. I think what's coming on to trending right now, it's probably something out of the extraordinary, but, and maybe it's because of the weather right now, because it's a little bit colder in other countries or whatever. But I have seen a little bit of a rise with the, play on long johns specifically the ones that mix the lycra soft uh fabrics with cotton instead of the fully on cotton ones because these ones have the sort of thong pouch without having the thong so that's kind of like an interesting mix whereas like you said, like the jock straps were a big thing in 2009, and then you know they started mixing jock straps with thongs, and that sort of sticked in, but not really. You know, I mean, you sort of not have a lot of fans of those. But for some reason, I've seen a lot more use of the long johns that have this specific fabric and this specific type of style cut on the front. I think that's kind of like a good mix you know because it stylizes your ass as well it stylizes your you know your your family jewels to name them one way in this podcast not say anything raunchy you know and uh, i think that's that's pretty cool i think it's pretty brilliant you know i yeah. wish though, more like mainstream brands would make them but they're there you know they're still there so that's pretty cool you can't sexualize a man so they can't make them because you can't sexualize a man. Oh, Did and I, I say that we were all sexualized already. <laughs> well, mainstream. Like brands like Ergo Wear, which just came out with long johns and compression wear, which are interchangeable now, which I realize now I'm like, boys are wearing them regardless out yeah. as 
whatever as underwear they're wearing it as workout wear so and you have people going this guy was wearing his underwear at the gym and it's like well no now that's considered compression gear and it's like okay and in our spandex show we did all the boys talked about wearing thongs under their spandex Yes. Get rid of lines and stuff. Which, yeah, all the time. I wear them all the time. <laughs> which is always good because you don't want the line. Some do want the line, you know. It just really depends. So it's, I think thongs are sort of prevail everywhere because you look at like Andy, who loves the pink thongs, which is the perfect example, who likes to show up in the pink thongs which are amazing. Then you have the ones who want to wear it for sport and for reason, because we've had people come on and explain they wear them to work out because it's less movement, less chafing, less whatever. And then you have people coming on who wear them for comfort. So everyone has a different reason why they love them and wear them to the gym and wear them. That's, to me, it really tells you when the style underwear takes off, when you wear it to the gym, you wear it to work, you wear it wherever. It's not just like, you know, the slutty underwear you wear to get busy. It's, okay, I can wear this everywhere and do everything in it. And, and thongs across that. You feel that it's not only the sexualized thing or the fetishy thing. It's like what you said. It's your regular wear because it makes you realize that how comfortable it is for you and your body. And it may be have some sort of impact mentally as well for the person that's mm -hmm. wearing it. Like they might feel a little bit more sexy or a little bit more confident if that's what matters or like, you know, a mix of both, you know, it's just comfort and a little bit of that too, because that's my case. For example, I, I, re I started as a fetish and now I'm just a hundred percent, full-on thong girl that's like that's the only underwear i wear you know i mean and i don't wear it just because i am trying to have sex on it with it i'm just wearing it because that's my underwear you know that's what i like wearing all the time so and 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 that's also the part of putting it out there you know telling people that give it a shot give it a try mm -hmm. and you might enjoy it and if you don't mix it and match it with the ones that you have in your drawer you know i mean it's just there yeah and then eric and andy do you wear thongs the majority of the time all the time how often do you wear thongs so to kind of piggyback off of what albert said i used to just wear them sort of like as a fetish thing myself like even and i used to just kind of do it in the privacy of my own home because i was like so scared that somebody would either like see it peeking over my shorts or my pants. But as I've gotten a little bit older, like, like I've just, it's, it's become a comfort thing for me. It's not so much a fetish thing anymore. Like, yeah, like it's nice to, you know, mix and match it with other like fetish type gear just to kind of like even give you that more of a confidence boost than you already have. But uh, for me, it's definitely become more of a comfort thing. So I generally wear it, um, you know, six out of seven days. Um, you know, mind you, I tend to work, I work from home. So, you know, I wear what's comfortable. <laughs> um, every so often I'll wear, you know, if I'm at the gym, I'll sometimes wear maybe a jock strap or if it's like super cold. And, you know, when I say super cold, I'm talking like 
fifties here, maybe a pair of briefs, but nine times out of 10, it's usually going to be a thong for me, whether it be underwear or uh, swimwear. No, I thought about you, Andy. I do a little mix of everything, surprisingly, I would say, but I also wear multiple pairs of underwear per day, kind of depending on what I'm doing. So generally during the day, like work or lounging around the house or, you know, just going about my daily life, I'm usually wearing a thong. The gym is generally a jock or a thong. And then I wear briefs to bed. Although this summer or this the summer since COVID when I was just home a lot, I got into this very sort of lazy routine of just free balling. And I feel like I'm cheating on underwear when I do that, right? Cheater, but cheater. A lot of it was like laziness after a shower. I just didn't put anything on and I'd grab some shorts quick before I started working. And then I realized like, oh, I'm done with the workday now. And then I would work, put something on for the gym. So I'm kind of all over the place, but thongs will always have a predominant place in my life. You know what? I have to tell you this crazy, funny story one way that re- that is I can relate to you with the fact that you're cheating because I'm a pantyhose enthusiast. I wear them a lot. And sometimes I wear them underneath my lycras just to not have them go see through when I'm at the gym. Not because I care, in all honesty. I mean, I'm an exhibitionist. I'll show off my ass anywhere. But just because I don't want to get in trouble, you know, like I don't want to be like being told that, oh, you need to like cover up your your, your ass while you're working out, especially because I'm part of the staff. You know, I'm like a teacher there. Like I'm an instructor. So anyway. Sometimes I feel like I'm cheating on them because when you're wearing the, the, the long pantyhose, the tall ones, you kind of don't need underwear underneath, you know, it's like it settles. It's like it's there. Everything is on its place. But then I this, that specifically this week, I was like, no, I really want to wear a thong, <laughs> even though I really don't need it. I just will. I'll, I'll just wear it just because I don't want to feel like I'm cheating on not wearing underwear. <laughs> So that's really funny, you know. I thought I was the only one that had those sentiments. No, I hate her. I completely understand. I've been wearing a lot of like tights, and so I'll just throw them on. And I don't always like if I'm wearing tights to the gym, then yes, I want something under to kind of support. But just lounging around the house, it's been kind of nice the past few years. But I would also many days after work, like throw on my phone to go outside and sunbathe. So, you know, every inf- day tends to have a thong at some point. That infamous deck. I'm <laughs> deck. Boys across the world want an invitation to that deck. I'm just telling you. I need a place where I can sunbathe. I, I, I can't do that in my place. You know, my well, you need to go visit have- Andy. I, I should. I definitely should because I can't do that in my apartment. Or go to Eric's. <laughs> exactly. Either one. <laughs> Going to be much warmer at Eric's before it's. <laughs> it I know that. I know that it is. <laughs> it's true. My deck is frozen right now. I don't have a deck. I live in the city that doesn't have decks. At least where I live, <laughs> there are no decks. Well, there's always. Sunny south of the equator trips you can always take. So, True. you know, but you know. Yeah. So, speaking of swim thongs, swim thongs are a different animal than the underwear. 
but is our swim thongs, you know, right now we have like thongers weekends. We have all sorts of things. Do you think the swim thong is going to fare equally as well as the underwear thong? Because yes. there's you're a little bit more of an exhibitionist with the swim thong if you go to the beach or unless you go to a like private pool. And boys have been wearing them like crazy. You just look all over the internet. You have them from reasonably priced thongs. You can get for like $20, $30 for swimwear to, you know, well over 100 for swim thongs, depending on certain brands out there, which I won't mention any name. Uh, but you know who I'm talking about. Do you think that we're going to have thongs around for a while or... Is it just going to be underwear? Inquiring minds want to know. What about you say, Mr. Eric? I think it's probably going to be more more underwear than swimwear, to be honest. Um, usually for me in the places that I've gone, I've rarely seen other men wear thongs. I think I've maybe seen five people, give or take, um, but mind you, like one place was a nude beach or actually both were a nude beach, <laughs> but yeah, like, um, and, and I think with that, because it's a little more, you're, you're basically putting yourself out there. Like, you know, it's one thing to wear like, you know, short little shorts or, you know, in some cases there's still a lot of men who are, uh, terrified of the idea of wearing, um, uh, like a swim brief speedo type. Mm -hmm. um, and then to just like bear it all out and, you know, essentially putting your whole bare ass out there for True. everyone to look at, like that's, that's, that can be intimidating for a lot of people. Um, I know even now, like I still get like nervous that people are going to be like staring at me and whatnot, but yeah, I, I just, I don't see that huge influx of people wearing thong swimwear in public, um, you know. I, I try to spread the word as much as possible, <laughs> but I don't think it's enough. Nice. What about you, Al? What do you think about swim thong going forward? I have to agree with Eric. You know, there's a difference between wearing it as underwear at your place or underneath your lycras or your jeans or whatever sort of clothes you have on, even intimately with anyone or partners you might have or only one, doesn't matter. But when it comes to like swim thongs, first of all, they're a little bit more expensive than underwear ones. And that's just, that's just terrible because obviously they're more expensive because they have a different sort of fabric and they have a little bit much of a, a slight complexity when it comes to like the way they're doing, they're, they, they're, they're done. But so that makes it a little bit more like, eh, you know, the, the potential buyer is going to be like, eh, I don't want to spend like that much amount of money on, you know, swimwear. Second of all, like Eric said, you know, a lot of men you still nowadays have the big issue of wearing the Speedos or the banana hammocks, <laughs> the way that we're used to call back in the day, uh, because you're just exposing yourself. You are fully aware of your body and, you know, you have to be really, really confident with your body, regardless of your shape or, you know, whatever you have on your skin, anything you have to, if you are an exhibitionist. Otherwise, eh, you're going to think about it once a little bit more. So swim thongs are 
probably going to be popular still in nude beaches or clothing optional ones or situations where they are, you know, proper, you know, like a bathhouse or a jacuzzi where you are meant to wear them alongside other men wearing it or other people wearing it for that matter. But yeah, they are, that's going to be a little bit more of an issue because of the body mentality that we might have towards our own bodies and the fact that it doesn't matter how much how many times you tell yourself I don't care what people think there is a tiny percentage of you that cares because if you didn't care you wouldn't probably take care of yourself a little bit as much as you do not because you want to look good for other people you want to look good for yourself but if you look good for yourself that's what you're expressing that's what you're putting out there you know so I have to agree with Eric. Swim thongs, um, those are a little bit of a niche still. And they're not going to be as popular. I mean, it's it's still, those are still, I have to say that those are still a little bit of a taboo thing. Not like the other ones. The other ones are a little bit more open. Those are a little bit of a taboo thing. True. And Andy, what do you think of the, the swim thong, Mr. Swim Thong extraordinaire? Yeah, I agree that outside of you know, your own private space, a clothing optional type of space. I don't really see them going any farther. I remember even, and I will also speak for the Midwest, definitely not going to happen in the Midwest. I remember it was like maybe four or five years ago, I I remember a story from Kansas City, a man got thrown out of water park for wearing a thong or attempting to wear a thong. So as long as there are people who have children, thongs will not be generally accepted swimwear most places outside of like, again, clothing optional places, some beachy resort areas that tend to skew more adultish and like gay beaches. I would agree. I think I think we'll see thong, swim thongs kind of rise a little bit more throughout the year, especially this summer. But then I think we'll have just a subset of guys wearing them, not like go crazy, everybody's wearing a thong, because, you know, like you said, if we can't get them to wear a swim brief, heaven forbid we get them to wear a thong, because there's so many gay guys who won't wear a swim brief. So how we're going to get the straight men to wear them is beyond me because I keep telling people wear them, wear them, wear them, but they don't. So I think you're right on that. But I don't think they're going to go completely away like we've seen in the past because certain times it's been very hard to find a swim thong where it's like, Jesus, where can you get one? And it was like you had to dig through and find them and. But I think we're going to have brands who, which, which are known for their thongs like Skinswear and uh, Muscle Skins be around and sell them and make a good business out of it. Because I don't think they're going to go anywhere, but I think there will be guys who want to wear them and wear them proudly. It's just the way guys are with swimwear. They kind of come and go like, you know, those ugly what are those board shorts are now finally going away and we're getting like the swim shorts that are on like three inches or four inches, the real short ones. Hallelujah. So I think we're going to see that, but yeah, very good. I think, I think we're all on the right track. 
You know what? I think swim thongs are, you can relate them to another piece of clothes that is pretty much the same. Crop tops for men. See, those are the type of things that you will wear, not only because you have the confidence to wear it or because you are an exhibitionist, but because you want to and you have to, you are putting out a statement for yourself out there, for others to see, watch, view, have an opinion of whatever. I think those you can relate. Because like what Eric said, you're just exposing your bare ass there. So it's pretty much the same with crop tops. It's the kind of thing that you use in specific occasions, probably, you know, like your gay festival, a circuit party, pride, you know, where it's acceptable. And I have to agree, I think it was Andy, what's, what I think that's you said about children, situations like that. Because if you're like, for example, in a, in a hotel and it's only adults only, nobody's going to give a rat's ass if you're wearing a swim thong. Trust and believe regardless if it's a gay place or a straight place or a gay-friendly, whatever, nobody cares. But if there is children around, you are going to be scolded or frowned upon because people are going to be like, well, you're just exposing your ass to minors. And you're not exposing your ass to minors. You're just wearing a piece of clothes because that makes you feel good about yourself. <laughs> so, But then again, you're, you don't have control over what people are thinking, right? So. True, true, true. Yeah. So but yeah, crop tops. It's kind of goes back to the the himbo culture of boys wanting to dress slutty and mm-hmm. which I have no problem with the himbo culture whatsoever. I actually encourage it because you get to wear fun things and bring out a side of your personality that kind of gets frowned upon sometimes because. Men aren't supposed to be slutty, they're studs, but you know, himbo is all about male bimbos, and exactly. you know, there's nothing wrong with that. No, you but just have yeah. to, it's like embracing your sexuality or sensuality and putting it out there, you know, and it, the, the same way that society in law, at large has sexualized women, now we are seeing that men, us, are being also sexualized, you know, and I have no, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I don't care if somebody sexualizes me because I am, like I said, I don't have control of what you're thinking. I'm just wearing this because it makes me feel good. They're fighting that, though, because the, no, 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 you're not supposed to sexualize a man. Oh, yeah. Yes, all day, you can do what you want to. Put her on the hood of a car in a thong, you know, with a bullet in her mouth, holding a gun, but no, you cannot put a man in a thong with a bulging pouch on anything. No. I love the women that are not following that agenda because let's be honest, the sexualization of men, if that's a word, or maybe I just came up with it, I don't know. That is happening because women are speaking about their own sexuality and they're saying, yes, I love big bulges. Yes, I love big dick. Or yes, I love a nice ass so I can rim it. You know, I mean, you're seeing that those things out there now and you're yeah. listening to those things. So it's just part of where as a society we're moving. I have always thought that there, it's easier to change a person's mind and it's so hard to change 10 people, 20 people, 30, not even say 100 or thousands or millions of them. That's why as a society we move really slowly. You know, but we're moving. We're still moving. Very true. Very true on that. But we'll see 
many different things happen over the years. It's going to be interesting to see where thongs go in the future. I don't think we'll be missing them because Andy, you brought up a good point in the eighties about where did you get them? And I remember back of magazines, you had to find the little ad and send your money in days before the internet, which sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think of how many more brands there are today making thongs. And then there's all of these sort of one-off individual designers doing all of theirs as well. Like the options are just endless these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can I, always use more. Yes. We can always use more underwear in general, I think, yes. because no one needs bad, boring underwear, and that's our mission. No matter what you wear, unless it's boxers, will I shame you? And, yeah, you need to wear something that gives you support, make you feel good, you know. And I really don't understand, because people have taken me up for I really don't see how boxers make you feel good. I just don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. But, I don't think know. boxers make anyone feel good. I just think they wear them because out of the <laughs> comfortness of it, you know, and it's just the practicality and that's how it's been for 125,000 years. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't yeah. think boxers. Except, yeah. I have to be honest, except the ones that are meant to be as fun boxers, you know, the crazy prints or the ones with the flags or, you know, whatever. Those I probably. just... I only give you a pass if it's silk boxers. There you go. Yeah. That so I get. Are like, okay, those are sex- sensual and, you know, sexy or whatever. And and then the silk boxers are a little bit shorter than regular ones. You know, like the the, the baggy ones, they're, they're really shorter. But then the rest are just, you know, like, God knows. <laughs> but I don't think they're meant to make anyone feel good or sexy about it. There's just weird. I hope not. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't think so. No, 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 no. No. Another nightmare scenario. But so going forward, we still have a lot of guys out there who still want to try thongs and, you know, love thongs and may not have tried one this year. So if we can go around and Tell what was your favorite thong of this year? Our several favorite thongs, because you know sometimes it's like picking your favorite child. You can't just pick just one. What has been your favorites this year that you think guys should try? It could be underwear, swimwear, whatever you want to throw in there. Andy, what are what are some of your favorites from twenty twenty two? Oh my gosh, the pressure, the pressure to remember. Dun, dun, dun. I will say that it's a hard question. This year, I made the discovery that I know a lot of others made the same discovery on Instagram. Um, Disney Stitcher, mm-hmm. his account. Um, I knew it. You were yes. going <laughs> to <laughs> Thanks for calling on me first. Um, no, I, I think what, I mean, one, I just like his thongs. But two, it's nice to have sort of someone new that I've been unfamiliar with who also has a lot of different like pattern options, solids, patterns. I also appreciate the delicious, like, I can't think of the word, like crystally sort of diamondy-ish. Some bling. Yeah, he's got some bling available if you want it. 
an option. Uh, so I really, I, I think that there's just some unique things there that I hadn't seen for a while. So I, I would say that was my biggest discovery in 2022. Nice. What about you, Eric? What has been some of your favorites or new brands or even old brands you loved in 2022? Um, I would say some of my favorites that I got just this last month are from uh, MCE Creations. Mm -hmm. Um, Very comfortable, very true to fit, and... If you see my pictures, you know that I don't wear just solid colors very often. Um, I always like something with a with a pattern on it or some type of you know different color colors blending or whatever. Um, so this this last month or so, I picked up quite a few, and I, I've literally been wearing them almost nonstop. <laughs> nice. Um, and yeah, so that, that's definitely going to be my my recommendation in terms of underwear. Um, in terms of swimwear, uh, if you are you know curious to try a uh, swim thong, I would recommend uh, N2N. Um, they're comfortable. They they're definitely one of my favorites. They're not too. Not too thin in terms of like the side strap. I think it's maybe three quarters inch. So it's, you know, it's a nice band. Um, But for me, I also kind of prefer that like full pouch instead of like that narrow cut, just because Mm -hmm. the way the way my body's designed. Um, So it it tends to work out best for me. And, you know, it's one of those it's affordable, so it's not going to break the budget. Every time I place an order with either two, either one of those uh, brands, so those are going to be my two uh, my two shout outs for this year. Nice. And what about you, Al? What are your favorite? Well, in all honesty, Andy just you know he nailed it. Disney Stitcher on Instagram. I just recently got a couple of his, and I'm still waiting on a few more. Funny story. There's another thonger that actually uh, shared some fabric with him, some fabrics with him. And uh, that's, you know, the whole, you know, thing that he has this great fabrics. That's one thing. He has a great eye for fabrics. So it was pretty cool that this other guy told me, oh yeah, I shared some fabrics and he was really cool about them. So it was pretty cool. He's great. His, you know, the way that his stitches is really good. It's great. MC Creations also, I have to agree with Eric, there are great thongs out there. And one that I just recently discovered, I think it was last month, and it was the at the local store I bought them from. Uh, they're known as Summer Code. That's the name of the brand, Summer Code. In all honesty, if I saw them online, I would just have walked away. I, didn't, I wouldn't even have swiped or anything because the strap is a little bit on the sort of wide end that I, I don't really care for. But the guy that sold them to me at the store, he was like, dude, they really fit well. You should try them on or whatever. You should get one. So I, I said, okay, fine, I'll grab one and I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll take it. They were really, really cheap. I ended up buying the whole lot, you know, like the whole, the, the whole five colors, <laughs> the whole collection, because they are super comfortable and they're super duper sexy as well because... The fabric is great, and the pouch itself is 
has a little bit of a detail on, you know, it. so it's breathable and it's comfortable and it makes you feel you look really sexy on them. You know, I mean, you, you can see my pictures also. And you will see that what I'm talking about. So for me, I have to agree with Andy and Eric, MC Creations, Disney Stitcher and uh, now Summer Code for me are those. Those are the ones for 2022, if you ask me. And that was a very, very difficult question. I think I think we all agree on that because it's like, oh my God, there's so much to look to to choose from. So many. <laughs> nice. Some good selections there from all of you. I didn't try any new thongs this year, so I can't give you any recommendations on my thongs. I just think oh, it's skins wear. You can't go wrong. So I want to thank all our Thongers for joining us for this show. We will wrap it up here. We'll have another thong show in the new year. We will try to have them more often than we do because I know you boys will love them. But uh, it's just we don't want to overdo it and overdo you with thong content. So we try to space them out. Uh, so we're at least going to do at least four next year, depending on how schedules go and who we get on in topics, so once a quarter, maybe more, depending on what we have to say. So tell everyone where they can find you, Mr. Andy. You can find me on Instagram at the Scruffy Gay. And you, Mr. Eric. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at UndiesGeek85. And you, Mr. Al. All right, you can find me on Instagram at NYC underscore PSCACR. That's such a long name. <laughs> and Twitter at Proud Thunger. Those are once. Nice. <laughs> go follow him on Instagram. His account got deleted, so he needs more followers to go I follow do. Him. I do need new followers because my account got suspended. So thank you for that shout Bastards. Out. I know. I don't like them. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do a social media show in the new year. So just be prepared. I'm working on it now uh, because it's a hot mess right now. And it seems to be turning more in a hot mess every time we turn around. Uh, just it's always like you're thinking one says to the other here, hold my beer and who can outdo each other. So even though there's the big elephant in the room that we won't mention, that's a dead bird in the floor right now, but you won't mention that. Um, find me at UMB Tim at everything. I've signed up for so many social medias lately. I have Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, Tumblr, Hive. What are the other ones? Oh, I'm on, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Reddit. So, you know, I'm on everything. So you can find me on everything. So it's just a hot mess. So thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, we will have a new podcast in the new year. This may be the last one of the year. Uh, so you may get the next two weeks off, but we'll have plenty more in the new year. Never fear. Never fear. Have a good one, everyone, and have a good holiday, and we will talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. 
Also, follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNBTM on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye. Thank you.